Stephen, is it a busy time of year for you, ramping up a bit? It really is a busy time, uh, always uh, until until tax day, April 15th. Uh, I help a lot of businesses, and so that's March 15th. Actually, it's like April 18th this year again. Yeah, 18th, yeah. Every year. It seems like last couple of years, it's been landing on the... It's on the weekend yes. or on the holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's the 18th, and uh, people have probably gotten almost everything they're going to get in the mail now, right? They should have. Okay. No. So by law, they're supposed to be out by the 31st, 1099s, mm-hmm. uh, at least NECs, the new NECs. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm doing a class on this. I'm teaching people about 1099s, NECs, and miscellaneous, and how to pay your, how to uh, account for t- attorney fees for a, a nationwide uh, educational company. So I teach uh, accountants and attorneys about this and, issue. And they're coming in right now. Here's my question for you. Here's a very basic question off the start. If I know I did some work and it was over that $600 threshold, but for some reason that 1099 isn't coming, should I, A, talk to the company, tell them to send me one, and maybe a subset to that, B, should I be putting that on my income no matter what anyways? Well, you, the answer is uh, you should put it on your – and it doesn't have to be $600. It could be $300, and you should put it on your income. Right. Right. So just because that standard hits $600 before they have to send you a, a, a 1099 right. doesn't mean if I made $500, I don't have to report it. I have to report everything. Right. And I think that that's where people sometimes forget. Yeah. If you made $100 from someone or 50 or you sold something, you made a big profit or something like that, but it was under that $600 threshold, it doesn't mean you don't owe it on taxes. It just means that you're not going to get a paperwork for it, right? That's right. And they won't be able to to, to track it. But it, that's hard to track anyway because you don't attach, don't generally attach the 1099 to your tax return. Mm-hmm. They're just looking to see, do those 1099s add more than what you're saying that you made? Right. But if you know you should be getting a 1099, should you call that company that that well would hurt? You, you know, I, yeah. I, but again, if you're reporting it, really no harm, no foul. Right, right, exactly. I'm reporting it, so it doesn't really matter. All right, and they, you know the person who doesn't send you, they might be facing a, a, a penalty. I was just going to say, right, and and would the government know that you did that work if they don't file the 1099 or no? no? Okay. No. I hope everyone gets their 1099s. There's other ones you got to look out for, too. Your banks are going to be sending you the interest that you made in your savings 1099 accounts. 1099 INTs, 1099Ks, 1099Bs. There's 21 different 1099s. Divs, too? Yeah, the divs, yes. Yeah, there you go. Make sure you get it all. 21 of them, though. Think of that. It's like, it's... <laughs> That's a bunch of them, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Stephen, we're going to take a quick break. we got questions already coming in on the line. My question was... Regarding, and I know it it varies from state to state, but regarding Social Security versus taking money out of your IRA for tax purposes, like my husband's waiting until he's 70 to, you know, he's letting the Social Security grow, uh, passes for retirement age. Mm -hmm. Should we be taking money out of our IRA to kind of bridge the gap, or should really he be taking that money earlier because... If something were to happen, that won't pass on to his heirs where his IRA would. So you're asking like a financial question here, right? I'm asking the t- for tax. Oh, for tax. Okay, Steven? so so I would tell you first. I'm going to tell you that I can't. I'm not going to answer any specific questions, right, about sure. your because per- I don't know your particular situation. But generally, but generally, speaking. I could say you what you just hit there on 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 the nail on the head there, right? Because you're right. Uh, when, if you take Social Security. Right. If I wait and I pass away before I get it, I don't get it. Right. Right. But right, and that right. money in an in an IRA that is that go, does get go to my heirs. So I have to weigh that. Right. I 
Um, and what's the difference? Sometimes it's not that big of a difference. I don't know what the difference is off the top of my head. But, but again, I think that's something that's a concern that you mentioned is a valid concern and should be really looked into about and weigh that option. Because of just what By you just whom, said. By a financial attorney? I think you do, I I don't, do you do your own taxes? Um, yeah, we do. Okay, so most people do their own taxes. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I would tell you to call my office. I'll have somebody look at it. I'd yeah. be happy to do that. Uh, just okay. and answer that specific question. You know, uh, you know. Given, and I can ask you more questions yeah. about about the specifics. Gail, sure. Gail you got a pen sure. and a paper nearby? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, what number should she be? Three one two six six four six six four nine. You got that, Gail? Six four nine. I yep. got it. All right. Call the you. office. Tell them that you that you called the radio station and I asked you to call because then they'll put you through to me. Yeah, that's how you get on <laughs> cool. it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gail, for the phone call. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's a good question. It's a lot. Uh, that's a question a lot of people uh, face. Again, yeah, that absolutely. Kind of that middle ground, and, and right? This is not the first time I've heard this, right? And uh, again, the, because of the the difference between taking it from Social Security, uh, just because passing it on. If I use it all, it's all gone. Right. Exactly. Three one two nine eight one seventy. 200 if you have any questions. All right, as people are starting to think about taxes, I know a lot of the people you help out are small businesses, mm-hmm. and the definition of a small business, I mean, it's always probably been the same, but it's a lot of us now are in this nebulous period where maybe something we started doing as a side hustle, maybe it was during the pandemic, has grown. That's great, right? And now we're kind of running our own little businesses, too. That has big implications come tax time, that right? Is so com- that is so common, and that's what I see over and over again. And that's why that's really where my passion is is helping. And I don't call them small businesses because they're not small to them, right? <laughs> so okay. I, I always call them business owners, right? Okay, yeah, and, you're right, you're right. You know, and so uh, I, I, as a business owner, most people start their business because of a passion that they have, right? Or they always just wanted to be an entrepreneur, kind of like me. I always, right. I just, you know, I want. I didn't know what business I was going to be in, but I knew I was going to have a business. Uh-huh. And because and that's just the way I grew up. My right. grandmother had a, a dog grooming business. My dad really? had a, my dad had a janitorial business. Your grandmother had a dog grooming business. Yes, she. On the I so- thought that was a relatively new thing. On here. the west side of Chicago, uh, we, she was on Chicago Avenue. She had one of the classic. A Chicago storefronts where she lived on above the ah. above the shop. We it was the shop. Uh, we lived in in uh, Austin District in the in the west side on the west side, and then my grandmother, uh, her she married a veterinarian and they started a veterinarian hospital, and my mom took over her sh- the shop. And uh, so when I was growing up, my mother was had a dog grooming shop, and that's how she made money. Did you have to work in it too? I, well, she tried. She you know. She, <laughs> I I had yes when you were punished you had to go to the shop and help on Saturday that was always her busy day right so, so what Saturday. we're getting at is being a small business owner excuse me a business, a business owner, owner yeah. is in your blood yeah it's in, it's something I've always did again my dad was on a janitorial company and so uh, you know and I worked for him I cleaned you know I did everything that janitors did right. back then a lot of janitors did was uh, empty dash trays <laughs> they were, right because right. they were on everybody's were on desk. desk that was a big thing so that is what you've now done is you want to help people. Because as you've told me so many times, you're, a lot of the business owners you work with, they're really good at their business. They're not necessarily so good at the math and the exactly. taxes. Exactly. Right? And it's really, and again, when you start your own business, you kind of go out there, it's kind of by accident. It's like you're doing what you do and people mm-hmm. pay you and you're like, hey, this is good. You know? Right. This works. <laughs> uh, and, and sometimes, uh, and I got I to say, my dad w- had this problem. He didn't keep good records. 
And because he didn't keep good records, he never filed his tax returns. Mm. And if he didn't file your tax return, it's if you don't if you don't take care of your taxes, running a successful business is impossible. Right. So if you really want to run your business, nobody wants to look at the taxes. Right. You know, everybody's I want to start my marketing. I want to get more business. But first and foremost, you have to look at your tax situation and make sure that you're that you're that you uh, you're structured correctly. And you and I were talking about this, John, that you're structured correctly, that you set up a good record keeping uh, regime. Right. Now, it's not like it used to be. Right. I don't have to keep I don't I don't have to open up a ledger and put things in the ledger. Things are easier now, right? right. Um, um, software makes it easier. Right. We talked that there's there's some software out there. I could take a picture of my of my receipt. It automatically goes into my accounting right. system. Right. It's like it makes it a no brainer. I never knew. Part of me for a personal question, but so your dad had some issues with or like had to figure out taxes. Yes, and that actually he part never of what, did. He never, never did, did figure it out. Really, you know, and uh, you know, I was an iron worker. I was third generation iron worker. My dad wasn't obviously that would make my dad an iron worker. But he and I had this one of the, another problem. We didn't. We didn't listen to the union bosses very well. So that what does that mean? It means you don't work a lot. <laughs> I worked, uh, you know. So so that's what he started. Instead of kowtowing, he started his own business. business right. And and again, he became he, he did the janitorial stuff. My dad never finished eighth grade, right? But but he started his own business. He had this passion. He always wanted to be a business owner. He also had a, a restaurant at one time. Really? He, he started a farm another time. So my dad was always trying to start a, a business and run a business. Do you think that's one of the reasons why you love helping out business owners? Absolutely. It's like what that's that's what I always did. I, I always knew that that's what I was going to do. And when I went to law school, I went to law school to beca- because I had already had, I had a, a business degree from Loyola. And so uh, someone said, you know, you don't, you don't need an MBA. You already have a, a, a but all I want to do is run my own business. Right? My brother, my dad, and I ran a, ran a trade show business because that's where, what we were doing. And when I went to law school, that my, I never wanted to be, I didn't think I was going to be an attorney. I just wanted to run my own business. And then I became an attorney and run my own business, which is an attorney. <laughs> I know we uh, want to get some phone calls here, and there's people on the line, but I, I kind of like this uh, therapy session I'm doing here with Stephen A. Lee. He's trying to find the origin story to to your company. But it, it's important because this is why I this is why I am. I, I, I was telling you, John, I'm very fortunate that I've been doing this a long time. Uh, I've been on the radio a long time. Uh, I have uh, people come to me with very complex tax issues that I charge a lot of money for. Yeah. But but I want to help people achieve their american dream this is really what i hear all the time when people come to see me this way man my my dream was this business and now i'm having trouble with it okay so i'm i that's why i came up with the fight back now program to help people who may not need an expensive lawyer to help them solve these problems or even just delve into them we talked about as i talked about um getting your taxes structuring your business right uh getting the right record keeping um all of this tax planning that's another very important area right and you can do all of these things if you just had some information right. and that's what i try to help people do you're an empowering man well, I'm trying to what's the number for people to reach you at you could call me at 312-664-6649 or go to fightbacknow.com i have a workshop coming up every thursday i have yep. these workshops and they're for business owners about and and uh and this fight back now program which is a which is a uh a, a 
$97 a month program that I get that I want people to join and I have an incredible offer for people if you go to fightbacknow.com because as we're launching this now I'm offering it to people that won't be here in six months for sure Stephen you're not going anywhere Susanna has a question we'll get to that after the news Mary has a guest to the question of the day we'll do that too all coming up on WGN Owen oh, just a reminder WGNVest.com you can text VEST to 24365 more after this and the news on WGN. All right, let's go to Susanna. She has a question uh, on line two. Susanna, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you? Good. You're calling from Palatine. You got a question for Stephen, right? Yes. All right. What you got for us? And this just happened like today. But okay. I mailed, I mailed my information to my accountant on February 4th. And as yet, she has not received it. Sometimes they have a problem with mail. But now I'm afraid that if somebody took this and could use it, it has all my information in it. Uh, did you did you send over like your W twos and all that the paperwork and everything? Oh yeah. Hmm. I do tell you know this is a very. You know, I tell people, you, the, taxes is like the most personal thing you have, right? Right, because that's your identity. Mm-hmm. To right. uh, very. You know, I wish I had a, uh, I had a, a client once who worked for the, the United States Postal Service, and she would never put anything in the mail to me. <laughs> and she worked for the Postal she, Service. So I just, just, but I don't blame Susanna. Like, you got to mail this no, stuff. No, and I you get trust, it. I, I'm you know? just telling you what she, why that is, because she knew that things get lost, mm-hmm. right? But, um, you know, I wish I had some news for, you know, what I could tell you to do. What do you do? And Susanna, I, I know you, uh, I don't know if you listen to the Your Money Matters show um, during the week that I host. We've talked about that, you know, that's a scam that people do. They're trying to get your refunds yeah. first. So, Stephen, is there something in the interim she can do, like, maybe get the irs.gov to alert them to alert them or to to, or is it a matter of she now needs to try and get her taxes in as soon as possible one of the problem and i get this a lot with identity theft with the irs wow is that a problem yeah well you know i mean trying to rectify that Mm -hmm. it becomes very difficult and you know sometimes people have to get a new social security number and and all of that a very difficult situation. I wish there was something you could call call the IRS and tell them, but they'll just you know without knowing if there's a problem. Right, right. It's hard to it's hard to alert. I think you can go to irs.gov and tell you what, Susanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get a better answer here for you uh, by the end of the show. But I believe I've heard from maybe it was the BBB that was telling me this that if you go to irs.gov, you can check if a file if someone has put in a return already or has already done the taxes right, like a scammer had done them. And then you could at least start the process of, hey, that wasn't me. Well, right? you would know that also if you got go to irs.gov and get and sign up for their for their online the, the uh, tax online, right? Because you have your account online and you can see everything on on that. Same thing with the state of Illinois has my tax Illinois. So maybe that's a good start. Yes, go and get yourself a if if you go online if you if you uh, some people don't want to go online right, and right. put that stuff, but they have you can get yeah, an I account. Can, I can do- you can get an account from IRS.gov, and they'll tell you everything that's going on in your account. So you would at least see if someone yes. like filed it for you, yes. Susanna. Does that make sense? Okay. So I just go into IRS.gov. I, I, I've been looking online uh, all morning to see where I would go, and I'm so confused. Yeah. But IRS.gov. Yeah. I could be able to. And what you're trying to do is just see if anyone else has filed your taxes, because that's a scam. Someone will file your taxes for you, because if you get a refund, then they get the refund sent to them, and then when you file your taxes, they're like, hey, you already did this. That's that's one thing. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure you're concerned about someone just taking the mail and stealing your Well, that's what's happening, right? They, yeah. they take whole... They take 
whole bags of mail and t- around this time of year, right? Right to get everybody's tax information. But yeah, and you just go to uh, if you go to irs.gov, just put in account my account, and they'll tell you how to sign up. Would you also recommend and, and maybe this I, is? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Susanna. Uh, just put my account in there. Yeah, there's. Yeah. And t- and- I'm gonna, okay. During the commercial I just break, googled it. Yeah. I, I mean, I just went to irs.gov put in the search. I put account, and it and it came up your account online account, and you can sign up, okay. sign in right there. Oh, great! And Susanna, the other okay. thing I, I'd recommend, and, and first of all, it may come in the mail Monday, right? So, mm-hmm. like deep breaths. We don't know anything for sure. That's a good way to check .gov. You can also, and I had to do this too because I some mortgage company that sold to another one that sold to another one years ago. I got hacked, and I was alerted by this. I froze my credit, and I thought it was going to be the hardest thing to do at Experian, TransUnion, and why can't I think of the third one off the top of my head? But, Susanna, it's actually pretty easy to do. If that makes you feel more comfortable, if you're not, if you're not applying for any loans, if you're not applying for any credit in, the, in, in a little bit, you can actually freeze your credits uh, right now, and it's really easy to unfreeze, too, like later on. Um, yeah, my, my credit is frozen. Oh, you did? Okay. I, um, I- Okay, cool. Well, if you've frozen at all three places, you're in good shape there. Check at irs.gov to make sure no one filed it for you. Deep breaths. Hopefully it gets in the mail Monday. And uh, keep us posted, okay, Susanna? Equifax. Equifax, yeah. There it is. That's the third one. Um, Thanks, Susanna. Have a good one. Thank you so much. All right. Look at us solving problems, Stephen Ailey. I mean, you did most of the heavy work lifting there. <laughs> but I've been through that, the, uh, no, that, that your identity stole. But I, here's what I thought. When they told me, you need to freeze your credit, I was like, oh, this is going to be such a pain. I went to each of the three of the websites. Yep. You make a quick little account. You hit freeze. They yep. give you a little unique uh, key. And then when I wanted to unfreeze, when David helped me get a mortgage for a house, it took two seconds. Yep. So um, honestly, I don't know why we all just don't freeze our credit as a default and then open it up for because you can also open it up for like I want it for two weeks open yep. when you apply for a credit That's card absolutely or something true. like that absolutely true and what happens whenever there's a uh, a breach right a lot of times the, the breach and then they give you like a year free credit mm-hmm. uh, checking right but the but the people who breach, they don't use that information for a couple of years, years right? Because then you then the guard is down, right? Once you get stolen, then it's all they're they're all protected for a year. Right. But after the year, then they're not. They still have that information, and as we know, that information goes with us forever. For sure. Hey, uh, this is a question from Stephen from uh, the six three L. If you received a healthcare subsidy and then you made more money than you expected. Uh, I went through this exact thing. Uh, just did, uh, adjusted the amount when you realize your income increased. Does the subsidy have to be paid back? The answer is yes. Yes, it does. And they'll there's like a formula. They'll calculate it for you. They'll tell you you owe us a little bit more here. Um, it may not be all of it. It might be a, a formula that mm-hmm. finds you like a middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why when you if you, no one knows what we're talking about, if you go to if you go through the Affordable Care Act, healthcare.gov. You sign up, you, you plug in what your income is. Let's say you just lost your job. You can put like zero or whatever it is. They'll give you an option to take sometimes all of it off or they'll let you They'll let you pick. I always advise if people are maybe we're going to get a job back soon or they have side income, maybe pick the middle of it so you can take some of the subsidy. Um, you'll get it back. You'll have to give it back if you need to. Anyways, look, I knew, I knew how to answer that one myself. <laughs> Having gone through that exact problem myself. Thanks for the text, 630. 312-981-7200. Uh, we got a lot of great questions coming in on the text line. Let's get some on the phone line, too. We'll take a break here on WGN. WGN, John Hanson here. 
Stephen A. Leahy here, too, on Let's Get Legal, powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. The 708 says, I haven't heard a running total of the Vest Fest. Well, a very exhausted, sweaty-looking David Hochberg just came in here. And just based on his looks, it feels like they've raised a lot. And uh, that is going to continue throughout the day. I didn't ask him for the exact amount, but he says that they're doing a really good job. And by they, I mean everybody is. Uh, text Vest to 24365 WGN Vest. Dot com. What a great cause, uh, Stephen. I Absolutely. know you support it, too. Absolutely. Um, but great stuff there. So I'll, I'll try and get an answer. Maybe I'll text Hockberg, see if he's got one. Um, if he's he alive said they're still, still adding them all up. Oh, they are, right. Yeah. And the bar stool thing is still going That's on right. at the bar. That's right. Um, okay, 708, I'm going to read this one, Stephen. And this was not you texting the station. I am a client of Stephen's. And let me tell you, he is one of the kindest, most helpful people I've ever worked with. I highly, highly recommend him for any issues you have. There you go, Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I agree with that, though. Stephen, I love every time you're on because you're such a fun guy to chat with. You are very knowledgeable, and you have such a passion about this. And we disagree on IRS stuff, too. It's so much fun to chat with you. So if you ever want to disagree with someone politely, you talk to Stephen (laughs) A. Leahy. It's fun. Um, All right, so this is a great question from the 773. Is it illegal to pay a nanny cash? She wants a 1099 now, and that wasn't part of our agreement or arrangement. Well, generally, you only have to give 1099s to pe- in, in business capacity, right? So if I'm just a homeowner, right. someone comes, uh, fixes my furnace, I don't have to give them a 1099. If right. they ask for cash, I give them cash. That's how they want to get paid. Because they're the business. They're, they're in business. Now, if, she, if the cleaning lady, she can report that income. There's nothing that would stop her from reporting that income. But just stop and think about this. If the IRS made us all uh, liable to fill out forms for people who come and do work for us. I mean, it, right. it, it would be unmanageable. Yeah, because the nanny isn't... It's the, hard enough for businesses, to right, be quite honest right. with you. Because the nanny wouldn't be an employee of a person. It's no. just... Exactly. It's a service. Exactly. Like any old thing, right? Exactly. exactly. Okay, I didn't know if the nanny was like upgrade. I don't know. Is there not like a minimum hour thing? It's just... No, it's... A, I, again, they might be... Once they become an employee of yours... Right. That's a different matter, but, right? But but someone that come in you know, every couple of weeks to clean my house for a couple of hours, and right. I pay them cash... Because that's what they ask for. But what if it's a nanny that uh, a nanny sometimes can be an everyday? Now sort of again, thing. now they become now if they become employees, that's a different matter. Okay, right? Because they now you're uh, now you have obligations to them because they're an employee. So this is one of those areas where it could be a gray area. I don't think I, again if they're an employee, what? How many hours does that work? How many? How long do they have to work for you uh, to become that employee? That would be a, an area I'm not. I don't know off the top of my head. But your average homeowner to, to hire a nanny. He does not have to become an S corp or anything. No, it's like, like a, you're just an it's like a babysitter, right? Yeah, you're, exactly. I, 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 no, no offense to nannies. Okay, no. <laughs> they might say, ah, more than a babysitter. No, I'm sure they I get, are. I get oh. that. I get that. But we do. Like, all of us hire a babysitter, and uh, do we give them a 1099 at no. the end? No, no. And regardless of whether a 1099 gets sent, the nanny can uh, determine it. on their own. What the income is, and and should yes, and it's okay it. to give cash, right? You can pay still pay people in cash, we, we right? We still have cash, yeah. Cash is king, as they say. Yeah, it sure is. I, you know, I was I was talking about my grandmother earlier. This was the '60s, right? And everything was done in cash. So my grandmother always had a lot of a lot of cash. So we always laying around. Gr- grandma's rich. <laughs> Kept it all in singles. Well, maybe that's why I wanted to run my own business. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, man, look at these pile of money. 
312-981-7200 is our phone number. What's your phone number, Stephen, for this text or maybe if they want to follow up with you a bit? And I'll be happy to look at the specific situation of a nanny, like how long that is. 312-664-6649. Read that with such passion, Stephen. We were kind of talking about people that might want to... Uh, have grown their small business right, or it started as a even like people that do side hustles, right? Like Uber drivers, Lyft drivers. Should some of these people consider becoming S corps? Maybe I mean there could be a fit for certain people to do that potentially. The answer is yes. I think you should look into it. Why? One of the th- who pays the most taxes in our society? Business owners, mm-hmm. right? And when you don't consider the problem with ten ninety nine uh, employee, then let's not call them employees because they're not employees. Right? right they're not. Uh, the problem with ten ninety nine people is and gig workers is they don't look at it as a business, mm-hmm. but it is a business. That's why you're and, and you know when you think you're making money, and then when you get hit with the self employment tax, which is fifteen point three percent on top of your on top of your income tax this is what can save you money if you set up an s corporation to reduce that that self-employment tax usually people who work who have their own business should start an s corporate and again this is general, general generally speaking and pay themselves as employees okay from their business and then take a, a, a distribution for for the balance but uh that that way you're paying this the you don't have to pay self employment tax because you're paying the the social security and the Medicare tax as an employee now because I'm the employer I'm paying both ends right so and that can even include people that are have W two jobs as well yeah that's their side hustle can be part of an S corp and there might be benefits they don't even realize right uh, we were talking off air about you can there's potential to even pay yourself a pension absolutely so there's things you can do to legitimate things that might seem a little off but no these are leg- i mean if you're someone that is uh, you know you're ma- you're making a bunch of 1099s you're doing a bunch of side hustles why shouldn't you set up a retirement account for yourself everyone else can because nobody else is no one else is going to do it for yes. you so you can do that yourself absolutely and it's something you should concern yourself what here's one thing and i just want to say this yeah. about business owners uh that do what, exactly what we're talking about what's their biggest mistake that i see they don't charge enough because they do not include that self-employment tax when they're thinking about well, how much they have to pay. So, you know, I used to make $25 an hour, and now I'm, I'm out there make, and I'm selling myself for $50 an hour. And then you find out you're making less than you were before, and you're working harder, right? So most business owners don't charge enough. So stop and think about that. Stop and think about that. Fightbacknow.com. Yeah. Uh, well, 312-981-7200. Let's take another break here. We'll get the last couple questions in with Stephen A. Leahy. Anything you got? And uh, Stephen and I will wrap things up after this on WGN. 720 WGN. It's John Hansen here on uh, Let's Get Legal Powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. By the way, news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom is four minutes away. Stephen A. Leahy, you and I have chatted a lot about uh, you know your passion for small businesses and trying to meet people where they are, meaning... You know, you can hire a lawyer for a lot of things. We we de- demonstrate that on this show a lot. There's some things that having just someone who knows this talk through it with you is enough at a lower price point, right? Where yes. you're not spent. We're not calling Stephen A. Leahy and saying, "Here's ten thousand dollars. Figure this out for me." There's things that you do with that stuff. And I'm just throwing a number out there, by yeah. the way. But instead, 
I can get some monthly information, be a part of chats with you. And that's where a lot of uh, what you've been doing lately is involved. Exactly. I'm, and I'm trying to reach as many people as – because here's what I've – I've been doing this a long time. So we've, we've developed frameworks on how to solve these problems, mm-hmm. right? Because I've been – I've helped so many people. Now, you've – if you if you're just getting into this problem, you don't know how to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So my frameworks can help you. And if you say, "Oh, I did," this is the next step. This is my path to success. And a lot, what people don't realize, a lot of time you hire these outfits that are out there, and there's a lot of great ones, but there's a lot of bad ones. I've had a lot of people come to see me who paid somebody a lot of money, and the, and you know they still have their IRS problem, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, well, and and one thing you also learn is you wind up doing a lot of the work yourself anyway because you have to fill, you have to provide all the information to them they call this a 433 the the information sheet where you know but where am i going to get that information i'm going to get it from you right right so to people that sign up and, and be part of the subscription-based model that you have at fight back now and or go to these talks is this people that are have never been contacted by the irs you're trying to help them never Actually, av- avoid it or is it people that have been anybody really. anybody anybody some business owners who have po- tax problems that's i mean it's there, there there's a whole section for this how to solve tax problems right and then because now you solve the tax problems, you want to keep them solved. Right. Because I've seen so many people, they, they go back to what they were doing before. So, you, you know, you're losing sleep. You can't, you know, it's just bothering you. And most people come to see me, they've been having this tax problem for years. Right. It's not a couple of months. It's years mm-hmm. in the making. Sure. And so I want to solve the problem forever. Can we squeeze in one more call sure. here, Stephen? Yeah. Okay. It's a great one. It's Marie. Marie, you're on WGN. Hey, Marie, how are you? Great. How are you guys? Good. What's your question? Um, my question is, uh, thinking of starting a small business, uh, pros and cons of either forming an LLC or the S-Corp. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold. you got one minute because okay, it's, so it's complicated. I'll, I'll do it quickly because um, – Generally, what they want, people want you to be in an LLC because they think it's easier. I, I'm not one to to uh, recommend LLCs because L, uh, just a one member LLC is reported on your personal tax returns. I don't want my business on my personal tax returns. Uh, I want you to put that now. You if you have an LLC, you can get in subchapter S for an LLC right. too. So then you could take it off of your personal tax returns. That's what I'm concerned about. That's what I want people to understand. Because if you're an LLC, that's on your personal tax. We're trying to separate these things. You're supposed to be separating your expenses. Expenses, your revenue, don't commingle with your credit cards and your bank accounts if you're already doing the separation. And, and let's just make sure S Corp doesn't mean you're filing as this, you're, you're a corporation now. You are, it's a pass through entity, right? Correct. It's a way to file the taxes. Correct. That's what. It, and so there's so the the but there's still a, a tax return for the company, and that's what I want to stress. That's what people should be looking to do. Get, don't start a business and then keep it all on your personal tax return. That's an audit waiting to happen. Fightbacknow.com, right? Fightbacknow.com. Steve, it's always good to see you, my friend. Thanks so much. John. We'll do this again soon. Uh, and your phone number one. I more have time. too much fun here. You yeah, do have too much. <laughs> one, one more time. What's your number? Three one two six six four six six four nine. More. Let's get legal in the second hour.